Welcome back. I'm Gary Parr. I'm Jennifer Kopaz-Rose. And you're listening to the midweek version of Fiber Talk, the twice-weekly podcast for needlework artists. Yay. I know uh, the art The art we saw over the weekend was magnificent. Yes. From uh, Allison Cole and her husband. Yes. Wow. <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah. You know, because the, 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 the casket part, it, for, for those who haven't watched it, Sunday's show was a video with Allison and Steve Cole, Steve's her husband, about uh, a new casket that uh, she is offering, a uh, kit. And um, Steve made the box, made the casket, designed it, built it and everything. Um, yeah, that was so cool. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that... I found the 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 how he went about making the the actual wood box almost as interesting as the uh, needlework. Maybe in maybe right. even more interesting because of what <laughs> had to go into it. You know, right? Yeah, because they accounted for the size of the fabric and the paper and down to the hundredth of a millimeter. And yeah, well, yeah, that was, was... The, that was the thing when when we were recording the video, and. And he hauled out the empty, you know, the, just the plain box. And, the, right. and the edges overlap. I almost, I had to bite my tongue. Because it was like, <laughs> what is that? And then I finally. Yeah, it looks wonky. Yeah, then I finally uh, got an opening to ask, you know, and, and well, I think he actually brought it up. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it looks, the, the raw box, you'd expect everything to be squared up. But it can't be. Because you got to accommodate, right. you got to uh, have the the cloth that goes on and the stitching, and yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was really awesome. Yep. Yeah, Very that was. Interesting. Yeah, and then uh, we're recording this on Tuesday. She posted a picture this morning of several ladies in her classroom setting, and you, you really get a sense of what a beautiful space that is. Just solid windows oh, wow. all the way around, and. Uh, Oh, yeah. so pretty. Yeah. Yeah, out in the woods. Yep. Wow. She, she has it knocked. She has it knocked. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. It, hers hers and Jenny Aiden Christie in the UK where she has the uh um the building in the back so you walk through the right. English garden to the back. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's Yeah. That's having that's having it knocked right there. <laughs> oh yeah. Why not? Very nice. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that was that was quite cool. Yeah, we've had a couple because last Wednesday, when uh, Margaret Hagen was with us, did you mm-hmm. know that samplers like that existed? No. Neither those did I. Really cool. No, I had not seen those before. I was like, wow, look at that. Yeah, I, yeah, I was. Those were really cool. I was blown away. Well, right after the show, I went to the 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 website, the Assembler. If I'm saying right. that right, yeah. yeah, I went there and I didn't. I had to get something else done that night, and it was oh, this is going to suck up two or three hours going through this. So I set oh, it aside. No. Holy <laughs> smokes! I'd never been to that site. What a what an oh. amazing collection of stuff! Wow. I don't. I don't know if I have either. If I have, it was a. It was a long time ago, like maybe three or four years, and I probably wasn't into or looking at sampler stuff yeah i've heard the name maybe i've just heard the name before and maybe looked at their their instagram or something if they have one yeah i don't know if i've ever but i know the name i just don't think i've ever been to the website yeah now see and i know the name too i'm with you yeah i know the name but uh to me it was oh that's another uh reproduction schoolgirl reproduction sampler website you know whatever Mm, mm mm-hmm but it's not, it's not even close. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. And they're having a sale now, 20% off. Uh, so I'll be, oh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, for the next couple three days, there's a, yeah, there's a sale. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a couple of charts. I gotta, I'll never get them done, but I gotta buy a couple. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Man, those Margaret Hay and then her stitching. Holy smokes is beautiful. Yeah. Stitching oh. was excellent. Oh man. And those big monster, yep. every one is I a know, monster. I know, they're huge. <laughs> just giant. Jeez. And then when she showed her wall just covered with samplers, oh. Oh, I know. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. I have a whole stairwell that has nothing on it. 
There you go. And it doesn't get a lot of like sunlight. So like direct sunlight, there's a mm-hmm. window up above, but there's not direct sunlight. So yeah. Perfect. Ooh. Yep. I know. <laughs> get some nails out. Let's go, Jennifer. Yep. Yeah. That's right. it, it was interesting because I find those walls and you see it, several people have these walls of, of finished pieces. They don't have to be samplers. Right. And there's a, it, yeah, every time I see one, I think, all right, there's, there's putting a few up that makes it, you know, interior decorator, artistic, visually, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then to me, there's a middle ground where it's clutter. You know, it's too many. And then you get enough of them. And then it becomes museum quality. I just want to stand there right. for hours and stare at them. It's, yeah, it, you're yeah. like, at what point do I have enough that I can put this up and it, it looks like that so that it doesn't look like that sparse? Right. Because you're like, now I have too few, but I have right. to stitch a bazillion so I can get them all up so they have that big, huge wall effect. Yeah, yeah. That, then, it's, then it's your jaw drops and wow, that's, inco- that's and cool. And then yeah. I always wonder, I'm like, okay, now how did they know how to like, how did they start placing these things and how many times have they removed things around and redone holes in the wall to make it look like that? You know what I mean? Yep. Oh yeah. (laughs) So it goes through my mind. It's like, now you just had one or two to begin with, you know, you didn't have like 30. Yep. So how did you get from just a couple? Like, did you have to keep rearranging? Are there a bazillion holes? How did that work? Yeah, yeah, w- yeah. When they come down, how many holes are there yeah. that were covered up? Yeah. Because once when they have them all, they all seem to fit together just right. Yep. And it's like, how did you do that without having to like make the thousands of holes? Or maybe right. they did, and you just don't know. <laughs> yeah, because it becomes a Tetris puzzle. Yes. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. what I always am like. Oh man. <laughs> yep. I can't put that many holes in my. Wall. It's a project. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have plaster walls down here now if it was oh um what's it the other kind sheetrock walls but then you get so many holes at what point does the wall start falling apart (laughs) yeah Yeah, right drywall is easier to patch yeah you can it is fix that plaster gets to be kind of a pain it is yes and when it's old plaster it'll tend to flake and crack and yeah Mm -hmm. i know and you have to do all kinds of things it's like what can i do to get this to stick Yep. Yeah. Yeah, our anyway. daughter has an old house, and uh, it's plaster, lath and plaster walls, and I know exactly what you mean. They, they, it's like they can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you hang it up there, and and that better be where you want it because it's just for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then they had to have uh, they had to have the shower faucet redone, mm-hmm. and so then the the guy had to tear out a section of wall behind it that was in their hallway. Oh. You know, all that. Last. So then, you know, you got to have a guy who can put it all back and make oh, it blend boy. in where with drywall, it's no big deal. Just patch it and paint it. Right. And good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, that always goes through my mind with all those sampler walls. It's like, <laughs> how, how, how much rearranging happened there? And they get it, you know, the like like Margaret. I mean, she has it. You can tell it's all exactly the verticals next to the horizontals, above the verticals. Right. Yeah, all that. Yep. Yeah, and it's like because when you first have those one or two pieces, where did they put those originally? Mm-hmm. Did they have this grand plan all along, and they're just like it'll just work? But I, I, I don't know. No, there's no way there had to be like no, a, I know had to be several rearrangements. Yeah. Yeah, there has to be. I've never been in a house like that, but I don't think I'd be a very sociable person. I'd just, you know, leave me alone. Yeah. I got things to look at here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I want to look at all your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like some more d'oeuvres? Not really. I'm fine. I just, <laughs> I just be over here. Yeah. Oh I might goodness. have a question yeah. or two if you don't mind, but other than that, leave me alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So that yeah, so there's two the the Wednesday video and Sunday, um, yeah, there's two of them worth very much worth watching. Wow. Yes. And and you know in each case, if you never do a sampler, or never build a, a buy and and make a casket, it doesn't matter. It's just really cool needlework. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just fun to watch and see it and to know it's out there. You yeah. Know? Yeah. To know that somebody did it. Because I'm, I'm not doing a casket. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm not. But oh, no, I, I probably won't. Yeah, I admire. I think they're cool, but. Yep. Yeah, I admire them to the, you know, to the wall. I mean, they're really neat mm-hmm. things, and what people do with them is really cool. And I'll look at them all day long, but. Oh I, yeah. Yeah, I'd never finish one. <laughs> just yeah. Never would. <laughs> yep. Hey, I talked to. Oh, so Sunday. Speaking of that, Sunday. Uh, our guests will be Andrea Santiamo and Karen Santacola, and they're the new owners. And I think Andrea is the editor of Needlepoint Now. Oh, right. So nice. yeah, so they purchased Needlepoint Now and they put out their first issue. So we'll uh, we'll have them Sunday, so we get to learn what their plans are for the magazine and how they got to um, uh, came to be the owners and so on and so forth. So looking forward to that. Yeah. Nice. That would be cool. Yep. And really curious to see what they're going to do with the magazine. Um, right. Yeah. Most curious. So that'll be Sunday. I ha- I recorded um, yesterday a show that'll come up in a couple of weeks with Jenny White of Lucky John Quill. John mm-hmm. Quill, like J-O-N-Q-U-I-L, the uh, daffodil, yeah, flower. Right. Thing. That's a yeah. flower, right? <laughs> yeah. She makes... It's it's a, a this is a new business. I, I learned that she just quit her old job on January sixth, so it's really new. Oh wow! Um, yeah, but she's she has a laser cutter, mm-hmm. and uh, so she, it, one of the things she's doing she's offer she offers threads and all kinds of things, but uh, she she makes uh, a bobbins, uh, a couple three different kinds of bobbins if you do bobbin thing. And then um, uh, she makes some thread drops. So like bobbins to put your DMC and stuff on. Right, right. Okay. And then uh, thread drops. Now, uh, some people, like I use thread drops if if I'm doing samplers. So if if I'm doing a sampler, then I pre-cut my thread. I I pre-cut all my silk to usually 18 inches unless it's silk mori and then that's cut to 12 inches because otherwise it's a frayed mess. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And so that, and then I put them on thread drops, and so then I'll have a ring of thread drops for a sampler, right? And then it, the extra skeins go in a little bag that I keep with it. But uh, I, I just find that it's handy. That's the only thing I use thread drops for. Like for needlepoint stuff, you never cut your threads to any length because you don't know right. what length you'll need. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm sure for Tamari, so, there's no way you cut your threads. No, no. <laughs> yeah. So like. If you pre-cut all of your threads for your sampler, mm-hmm. and then you go and you're like, ooh, I could reuse that thread in my needlepoint, you've already chopped it, so, like, it kind of ruins your your continuing and mixing it with other projects, doesn't it? Uh, unlikely that I would use the silk thread on, uh, on a needlepoint canvas. Oh, okay. Yeah, unlikely, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, well, yeah, because yeah, uh, you do use the super fine stuff. Yeah, because yeah, I I stitch on forty count almost right. exclusively, and so it's single thread, and yeah, so I don't worry so much about that. No. Okay. Well, yeah, because I was thinking, you know, that chatelaine that I'm doing, the, the butterfly lace mandala yeah. by chatelaine, mm-hmm. that one has lots of needlepoint elements like like uh, Jessica's and all that kind of stuff on cross stitch fabric, so you do use the. Um, the silks and stuff. Right. But in, in that case, then, right. yeah, there's no way I would cut the threads. Right. No way. Because, uh, yeah, Jessica Stitch, you got to be able to, because I, I, hate, I hate having to use two threads on a Jessica Stitch. Yeah. I hate it. I, yeah. Think I, I think I did it a couple times, though, and it came out fine. I know, but I hate it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's possible, but no. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole lot better if you just have one old long strand and get it all done. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yep. So, yeah. So, Jenny White, it make and she makes these. I mean, it's okay. Thread drops. All you need is is a piece of cardboard with a hole in it. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. That's that's all you need. All right. But she makes these acrylic 
uh, floss. She calls them floss swatch drops. Okay, so they're. Um, Oh, let's see. I'm holding one right in here. About an inch and a half long by three quarters of an inch wide. A, a square or rectangle with rounded corners. And they have mm-hmm. a hole, a bigger hole in the bottom where you put your your main skein. You loop your main skein in. And then they have a little slot on the side. So for those threads where you, you pull a thread and then you pull a couple strands out and you don't want to, you know, you'd like to keep that separate. Right. So you right. put those in a hole. But then the fun part, she has a grid of holes that is five rows by nine, three, six by nine, three, so five by nine that, that a 26 needle fits in. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to, you can take the thread that is on that thread drop and you can do a, a little cross stitch pattern. Oh. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. And it works nice. out really well. Yeah, it's it's very cool. And uh, so I, I was setting up, I'm going to do Botany Bay. Oh, uh, uh-huh. And so I was setting up my threads for that because I wanted something mindless to do while watching football. So I was cutting threads and putting them on these floss drops. And I bought some of these from her. Okay. And uh, so I, I, did, I did one and I cross-stitched the thing. And then I did a, a, a running stitch. That doesn't work so well because the colors don't show up as well. Oh, but, uh-huh. Yeah. But then later on, I was thinking, wait a minute. I could do uh, some other stitches, like needlepoint stitches, goblins, and and uh, like you could do a satin stitch on there. You could do any number of, of stitches on mm-hmm. this little grid. So it becomes just a fun thing to do. And then and you think, oh, geez, all that work, you know, it's not a lot of work, but you know, a lot of work mm-hmm. for, like I had 21 threads for Botany Bay. Mm-hmm. And okay, all that work for uh, floss drop. Well, think about how long it's going to be before that uh, sampler is finished. Long right, time. and then you can reuse them. Right, right. So, and you don't have to do that stitching all at once. You could just maybe do every time you use that color thread, do the little stitching, and that way you don't feel like, oh, I have to do all this before yeah. I even start. Yep. Exactly. Just do it. Do it as you feel like it, or whatever. You know? Yeah. That's cute, though. Yeah, no, they're they're really terrific, and they're and they're laser cut, so they're all you know everything is just right, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I just think it's a great idea, really great idea um, nice. that she came up with. You know, if you use floss drops, and yeah, right. uh, and, and, and uh, five people are going to say, oh, they're they're so expensive. Well, of course they are. Um, mm-hmm. They'll last forever, so mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's space to put the. I I put artist tape on um, with the the number of the color. You can write on it, but you have to get a. Um, there's only you have to have an alcohol-based uh, pen to write on them. Um, okay. Or it won't stay. Like water-based, just white rubs off. But, oh. Um, hmm. Yeah, I, I just think they're they're really cool. Uh, they're cute, and I love the when you put you know stitch the thread in. I just think it's a really neat idea, really creative. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just one of those fun things. But yeah, uh, yeah. and then it like. If you go to lots of group things, you know, uh, stitching camps or events, I can't think of the word right now. Retreats? Um, yeah, those. Retreats. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to those, it'll, it sets your floss drops apart from other people's, you yep. know? Yep. You're like, mine's the one that has this pattern or, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All the cool kids. Yeah. 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 I just thought Very it, it cool. just yeah it's just really a neat thing. I tripped over her um, on Instagram. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Just one of those things. I'm sure Instagram's algorithm throwing feeding oh, to yeah. me, you know. Absolutely. And uh, so I wrote to her, and and yeah, she did do a show. So we'll have that in a couple of weeks. But yeah, okay. she has those, and then she took um, uh, the clothespin idea for uh, to wrap floss on. Right. And she made an acrylic thing uh, based on that. But they're they're designed to really to uh, for um, pearl cottons, heavier oh, okay. heavier threads, because mm-hmm. they're they're one two two and a half inches long, something like that. Uh, but uh, and you can write on they're acrylic and you can write on them. But uh, again, a really uh, innovative thing, but uh, a good way to store your um, 
uh, your pearl cottons. cottons and you know like thicker threads like uh, Karen threads and you know those kinds of things oh, and cool. uh, and she shows them on her website a friend of hers makes wood things for needlework and mm-hmm. she's made made a board where she drilled drilled holes that you can just set these in so you can have all of yours oh, cute. standing up in a row and mm-hmm. i mean it's it's stuff it's it's yeah do you need it no is it fun does it make it does yeah. it help organize you yeah it does that's and the, yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that's um, right and we like things to look cute and pretty right right yeah wow. it makes it adds an element of fun to the stitching yes mhm and and you know and, and these are really good i mean like i said acrylic they're going to last forever and hold up and right uh, um so you can keep using them and now now there's something where where um yeah, you put that on, uh, wrap that on, and, and and it stays. You mark it, and that's your color, and you you put those in a drawer or whatever. But um, yeah, really well designed. So yeah, I just thought yeah. she was pretty innovative stuff. Yeah, really cool. Mm-hmm. Neat. So check her out, LuckyJohnQuill dot com. Look forward to seeing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stitch some up. I might even do a short little video so people can see them because I just think they're cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Made me now want to look at <laughs> just to, for a toy to get a laser cutter, but I don't know. Oh my god! I don't know what I'd do with it, so never mind. Oh boy! Yeah, <clears throat> I'll talk myself right out of it. Just looks like it'd be fun to. But she talked about uh, learning vector files so she could program it to make the things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there you know, there's two days of monkeying around. Nah, oh, it. you know, there's a whole lot of computer stuff behind that. She's yeah. going to give you a headache, and you're going to be like, forget it. Yep. This is not the fun I thought it would be. <laughs> I'll, just, <laughs> I'll just buy from her. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There are some times when you're like, yeah, I could do it, but no. Yeah. I'm just going to pass. Buy it from the people who do want to go through the effort. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. I just, uh, yeah, I just like those when people come up with innovative things that make stitching mm-hmm. more fun. It's just kind of cool. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yep. So, cool. Yeah, so that'll be a couple weeks we'll have Jenny White. Um, but you know, go there, check it out. And she's got, uh, yeah, she has three or four bobbins. Do you, do you put stuff on bobbins? Do you put DMC on bobbins? I do my, um, the, the cross stitch floss. I do. Yeah. And I always have, I love it. I tried the floss drop thing. No, it doesn't work for me Yeah. at all. Um, but my Pearl five, you know, that I use for Tamari, what I do is I, you, you pull off the tab that doesn't have the numbers right? and then you hold on to the, you hold on to one end and keep the tab that has the number on and you pull the other end out so that it makes the big long skein with the tag still on. Right. And then you separate it with your fingers gently. So you have a big kind of open loop, big loop. And then you just cut the little end, you know, just the tie where they have the knot tied. Mm-hmm. And then I just keep it on there and I very gently tug one of the little ends and see which one comes easily. And I just pull it out like that, keeping it all on the loop and in the tag. And then I just fold it in half to store it and put it in my thing. And then any extras that I have, like, you know, if I have extra length left over, that's still usable. Yeah. I just fold it over and slip it underneath the tag. Mm, okay. And and I store them in a... um like a Tupperware type thing. Okay. So it and stays, it stays in the skein hoop yes. or the, the little piece of paper. Yeah. Right. That has the number. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's how I do those for Tamari because it's just the easiest way. And I, I think that putting those on a bobbin make them so fat and cumbersome and difficult to store somewhere. Yeah. And I can pack a lot in this little tiny thing. I mean, Right. You can squish them down. <laughs> Cause they're, well, yeah, because they're effectively flat. Well, that's yeah, and that's right. what I liked about Jenny's uh, bobbins. Um, uh, they're long enough that you don't get this big fat ball wrapped around. Right. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, okay, that because see now if if I have, um, uh, pearl cotton, then I'll open up the skein to get the big loop and cut it like you. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just fold it and I put it in a you know floss away bag or a little sandwich bag, right? 
and store it that way. And then I'll just, just like I take both of the pieces of paper off, and then I'll just throw the one with the numbers into that bag. Oh, okay. But I can see how yours would be. <clears throat> yours would be a much more space efficient way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with Tamari, because you're pulling out lots of colors. Right. And you need to be able to see them. And it, then you can even, like, just take a little length and loop them together, like the single strands. Because mm-hmm. you know how sometimes in the big the big blob of, of the big skein, the color is stronger than if you have just one or two threads of yeah. it. Yeah. And you put it down, then the color shows up differently. So right. you have to... You have to do it, do that, you know? Yeah. So it makes it easy to do that. And, um, but I do put my, my, like I have some silks for a few projects that I have, that I do silks on, which isn't a whole lot, but I have a few and those do go in floss away bags, the silk, because silk rubbing and stuff, it just gets, it's sensitive. Yeah. You have to, yeah, you have to be careful with silks, oh. keep them so they're not getting jostled around a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so those go in floss away bags, and then I put those, I hook them all on one of those ring thingies. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, speaking of the ring thingies, I'm going to the hardware store because I went to Lowe's. I had to, we're doing a house project, and so I had to go to Lowe's, and I thought, well, I'm going to get some big uh, key rings. Mm-hmm. Well, all they had was, the biggest they had was like inch and a half. Well, that's not big enough at all. Right. And then they had, uh, you know, those. there's the ones that are little, like, cable, thin cable that then you put them together and you screw a, you know, there's a little knurled oh, in yes. that screws on. Right. And the ones they had were small, but I'm I'm headed to Ace Hardware because I think I would prefer to get those cabled things because they're flexible. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to see about that. Yeah. Instead of, a, yeah. You know, instead of those metal rings. Yeah, the metal rings I always get at, you know, Joanne or Hobby Lobby or whatever. They just have them right there by all the stitchy stuff. Oh, okay. They sell a little pack of like three. Okay. And that's that's where you get them. Oh, maybe I'd be better off there. Well, I'm going to Ace and see. Yeah. Well, yeah, check and see. And then if not, go to even probably Michael's probably has them. I think they're DMC. Oh, okay. You know, next to where they have the cardboard bobbins. Right. Right. Yeah, those things. Yeah. yeah. No thanks. Well, that's what I use now. I yeah, because the little cardboard to, things really. Yeah. DMC used to make some fantastic plastic bobbins. They, actually it was Darice. The company was called Darice, D A R I C E, and they made magnificent bobbins. They're exactly like the little cardboard ones, exactly. And they even have like the the like identical to the plastic ones. Uh-huh. And then what they, then another with, a, either, with the little ears on each corner. Yes. Okay. And they were, they were sharp and they went all the way to the edge. Then what they did is they changed the bobbin to where, I hate where, that. You, hook, <laughs> where you hook the little thread in. It doesn't, it doesn't meet up tight and it's all curved and the thread doesn't stay in at all. Oh, and they're terrible. And so I started buying the cardboard ones, which hold up fantastic. You just mm-hmm. don't be rough with them. Yeah. But they do exactly. But I still have like some of my original thread from back in the day when I first started stitching has the Darice bobbins that the plastic goes all the way. And, you know, sometimes the plastic, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be cut all the way through. So you had to take your scissors and, and finish cutting the slit yeah. or there'd be a little edge of plastic. Would you just shave off, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they got complaints about that. People are whining. So they got a product that's now inferior, in my opinion. <laughs> and I don't buy them anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. And now I buy the cardboard ones. See, I use, there's a, I don't know what the brand is, but it's a plastic bobbin. They're they're larger in size. Right. Um, and, and they have slits on the bottom, but they, I, I have a truckload of those. And so I just use those. Mm-hmm. But, but some people, you know, a lot of people don't like bobbins because they think it creases the thread. It does, but when you stitch, it it it's not a problem. I mean, and when you get towards the middle and the creases get tighter, it does make it tangle a little bit more. But I found if you hold your, like, you pull your thread off and it squiggles 
and then you take the other one, you put it away, and then you take the thread that you pulled out, hold it in the middle, and let each side hang down and let it untwist mm-hmm. and get the squiggles out. Then you grab the, the two ends together and, you know, you go from there. And yeah, yeah it's got the bends and stuff, but as long as you let it pre-untwist before you start stitching, I don't have a problem with it. And it, it can be a little fussy, but not much, not enough to make me go, Oh, I'm not doing this, you know, and see it. And I've never, uh, ones that I have have creases in when you stitch, I've never had it be an issue. No, it doesn't show at all. Not show up. But then I always, I wrap the bobbins quite loosely. Oh, I wrap mine tight. Yeah, see, I wrap mine loose, and then so I don't really even have a crease, so I don't even think about it. Um, yeah, I yeah. wrap them tight because I want it all to stay, and I want it to fit. Because so, oh. I can pack like eight or more in one of those little square box slots, you know? Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I pack them in there. No, I, see, and I wrap them loose, so I get kind of a puffy semi-ball, but that's okay. I, oh. It yeah, doesn't bother yeah. me. Yeah. Hmm. I do it tight. It's interesting. It'd be fun to get 30 stitchers in a room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, everybody show it? how they deal with, you know, bring all the ways you deal with floss and threads. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. You could, oh man, that would be <laughs> everything under the sun. Oh yeah. Everybody be like, no, you got to do it like this. No, yep. you got to do it like this. <laughs> yep. Well, that, and that, isn't that the thing though? Everybody has mm-hmm. their way and they swear by it and they're not moving yeah. off of it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It has a lot to do with your personality. Yep. I think a lot to do with your personality. I'm, I'm very, uh, tightly wound. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, now there's there's a psychology study <laughs> comparing how people deal with their threads, organize their threads and their personalities. I bet uh-huh. they, I bet it, you, yeah, that's a matchup <laughs> across the board. Yep. Yep. No question. Yeah. You're neurotic and tightly wound. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, I am. You? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just put your threads out. I'll tell you what kind of person you are. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. Not funny. Oh. Uh, so yeah, so it's it's interesting. Um, yeah, I uh, yeah I do the bobbins. That's the only thing I bobbin is like DMC or um, uh, Cosmo. You know, six stranded threads, those things. Mm-hmm. And I take yeah. them right off the skeins. I I think what turned me off on the skeins was I never was taught which end to pull. Oh. And I you know so I I dealt with so many tangles. Mm-hmm. That and then you know then I read or saw or whatever. Here's the end to pull. Oh, that's so easy. But yeah, in my mind it was no matter what, it's going to tangle on me. So I yeah. just undo it. Yeah. So one thing. So you know I'm doing that temperature chart. Yeah. And I bought the floss pack from Fat Quarter Shop. Mm-hmm. And I am leaving all of those in the bag in the skeins. And what I'm doing, and I'm leaving all the tags on, everything on. I'm pulling just enough out because, you know, it's just a little five-stitch cross each day. And I'm not carrying threads or anything. I'm just doing completing each one each day. So I know how much I need to pull off to double over to make it and to have enough to tie off comfortably Mm -hmm. and not leave a lot of waste. So I'm pulling out just that amount from the skein, cutting it off, and then I pull off my little single thread and I stitch with it. And then I take the extra like I do with the um, Pearl 5. And I fold it in half and I tuck it up in that little band that doesn't have the number on. Okay. And I'm keeping it. And that's what I'm doing with those. I'm not bobbinating them. I'm not even taking them out of the bag. That's how I'm doing that project, which okay. is totally different for me. <laughs> but it's it's nice and tidy and in control. <laughs> <laughs> so it you fits know? you. Yes. It does, right? Are you enjoying that project? Is that, I mean, it looks like a really yeah. cool idea. Yeah, and I'm keeping up because it's just five full stitches. Yeah. And like every like four or five days, and I keep track, it's got this awesome chart in it where it has each month with the number of days, and it has you put the, the temperature, and then oh. you put the corresponding number of the floss, the color, right? Uh-huh. So you don't have to go back and forth. So then when you're ready to stitch like three or four or five days, you just pull out your little chart, and you're like, one is is this temperature and it's that number and you just stitch it. It's so easy and you check it off. 
<laughs> and then on, cause I got the downloadable chart. So I have it in my um, iPad in my books Okay. so I can write on it, you know? So then each time I finish a day, I'll take and I'll write on the little square that I did, which number of day that was like, this is one, two, three. And I write on it. So that way I know where I'm at in the chart also. Yeah. And, um, and each month in the chart, like they have different colors and different mm -hmm. symbols. So it's all mapped out for you really well. And, um, yeah, I really like it. It's easy to keep up with. It's fast little, you know, Oh, I've got 10, 15 minutes. I'll just stitch that up real quick. And okay. Yeah, I, I've been keeping up. I'll finish. Today's the 31st because, you know, we're taping a day early. Right. So I will um, record today's temperature later tonight and probably stitch it and then do a picture with all of January. Oh, OK. OK. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, but that's, it's been fun. It's cool. It, you know, and I've seen those before, but I, I think this one to me, is the most approachable. The others just look like, oh, I'll never keep up, so I'm not even yeah. going to start. But... And I tried another one, and it was just too much stitching. And then there's lots of pre-prep work. This one, you don't even have a pre-grid you have to stitch. Okay. You know, you just stitch the five little, it's just a little tiny plus sign. <laughs> and what do you use them for ground cloth? Um, what did I pick? 18 count? Okay, Ada? Ada. Okay. I think I am using just the white 18-count Ada. Oops. Okay, so, so even that is simplified. So, it's, yeah, the, the holes right. yeah, are obvious. Just make your X's and move on. Yeah. Yeah, 18-count Ada. Okay. Wow. So, because so I have lots of So the, the too, barrier so. to stitching is very, very low here. Yes. Yeah. It's very, yeah. And what I did is I put in my X and my Y, you know, axis, axes that I do. Mm -hmm. And I count it out to the first one. So that way I know it's exactly centered on my piece of fabric. Okay. So <laughs> that's how I did it. Because I, everything has to be exactly centered on the fabric. I can't stitch any other way. It just won't work for me. <laughs> Very structured over here. <laughs> I'm getting that sense, yes. <laughs> yes. No, that's cool. No, it's a neat project. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just wondered how you were keeping up. So. Um... Yeah. Keeping up and... It's fun. I like yep. it. It'll it'll be really neat at the end of the year to see, you know, be able to look back and see the temperature variations all through the year. Yeah, and I yeah. think what I'm going to do is like make it into a little pillow or ornament, and I think on the back side is where I'll put, you know, Hamden, Connecticut, the year, and I will probably stitch a little the little grid of all the colors and what temperature ranges they are, uh -huh. and have that on the back side. Okay. And make like a little pillow. Yeah. Because huh. I'm like, what am I going to do with this thing? You know, frame it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you, so you think about that. It's like, yeah, I'm going to do this, but then what? What? Right. What's the purpose? What's going to happen to it? And I'll make it like a little pillow or an ornament or something. Yeah. And you just stick it in a little bowl for decorating. Looks yeah. cute. Why not? Yep. Yeah. Because see, I was, you know, we, this is weird, but I was thinking about you in that project the other day. And mm -hmm. uh, like, uh, for instance, here in St. Louis, last night it got down to nine. Mm -hmm. And then by the weekend, it's going to be in the 50s. Right. And so, you know, there's a color variation if you ever. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's pretty extreme. And yep. a lot of people are experiencing that this winter, these extremes. And so you get these wide range of colors. It'll be interesting to see yeah. how it all comes together. Yeah. Well, like the next couple days... Well, it'll be at the beginning of February, so it'll be at the other end of the heart. But it'll still, it's, you know, January was all the same colors because it was the same temperature oh, all okay. month long. But we're going to get, we're going to go from the mid-40s, which is abnormal, to down to like 20s, teens yeah. for okay. like two days. And then it's going to go back up to the 40s. Right. So I'm going to have some like blues, dark blues down there and then green again. <laughs> no, see, that's what I mean is, yeah, exactly yeah. that. You get these weird extreme changes. And so uh -huh. then, you know, how that stitches out will be fun to see. Yeah. Yeah. Fun to see the, the variation and stuff. Yep. Ah. You can go, oh, look, there's that spot where we had those two freaky cold days. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. All right. Yeah, it's fun. I'm keeping up. It should be easy to keep up with. And the way they have that those little 
temperature, you know, the co- they have these little columns with January and all the numbers mm-hmm. and you just fill in the spots. So if you don't get a chance to stitch it all at once, you can just go in. And then I found like a website, um, local, localconditions.com or localweather.com or something. Let's see. What is it? I can look. Localconditions.com. And okay. I, I did for Hamden, Connecticut. And it'll, so like say I missed the temperatures for the past couple of days. I can go there and I can click on the little thing and it'll tell me the high yesterday was 53.6. So I'll say 54. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing is you're, you're drawing from the same yeah. source for all your temperatures. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause I'm doing Hamden. I'm not doing Hartford cause it's different temperature up there. Right. Right. Like a big different temperature sometimes. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I live down yeah. on the coast and that's up in the middle. Yep. I mean, oh, yeah. once, Connecticut once you, can have. Well, once you get out, get along weather. water, things get weird. Yeah. 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 So down on the coast, we have very different weather than the middle of the state or even up north in the Litchfield Hills. It's like two completely different climates sometimes. Yeah. So <laughs> that's very cool. Yeah. And it sounds like it's one of those where you could, uh, you have everything you need so you could do it again next year without yeah having to make a whole new purchase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm even thinking about like doing last year's. Oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. like do last year and and doing we've lived here 15 years just do all of them yeah go nuts yeah (laughs) more power to you yep (laughs) all right that's a little crazy but you know yeah well i have to say i'm pretty proud of myself now we're down here to the end of january Mm -hmm. and i have stitched every day I've, i've missed two days wow good job that is you know that's some kind of a world record for me yeah, because um, yeah. the magazine and all that stuff. Yep, but no, I I have, and and a lot of the days it's been you know hour long sessions or whatever. Nice. And yeah, I really I'm really making progress. It's um it's been fun, um, and That's I'm even great. counting like uh, over the weekend. I mean, I sat and did football, but I was monkeying with floss and do these floss drops. I'm mm-hmm. counting that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that counts because that's prep work. Right. Sometimes so, prep work takes a while. Yeah, and it did, but um, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I'm pretty pleased. I'm I'm making a lot of progress. I'm trying to, I want to get the Sarah Parr sampler, that's about two thirds done. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm about finished, and then I have one, the last band, which is a big fat band, uh, and then I'll be finished. So you know, next week, right. no problem. No, it'll be. <laughs> It'll be two months from now, but I'm I'm switching back and forth. So I did. I set up um, uh, the Lady Mary Geometric from Gann Rogers, mm-hmm. and then I got this sampler out, and uh, I'm just switching back and forth. So I'll stitch a few days on the sampler, and then I'll go back to Lady Mary, and I'm just switching back and forth and uh, keeping it nice. going. And so far. So good. Yep. Nice. And you've got it like set out where it's easily accessible. You don't yep. have to do a bunch of pre-prep before you sit and stitch. Nope. And they're, they're both set up. So exactly that. I sit down and go. Awesome. Yep. And I, you know, I always, great. I always start the next thread. Right. When I quit. So yeah, no, I, it's there. I sit down and I go. And I know I do that too. And that's how it ends up like, Oh, I ended up doing this whole section. I didn't mean to, I was just going to start the thread. <laughs> Yeah, there was uh, was a day uh, I'm work right now. I'm in the working on the sampler, and Marga had dinner ready, and it was I'll be down in just a minute. I had <laughs> you know, I had this little bird. I had to finish this bird before we had mm-hmm. dinner. So yeah, yeah. Urian comes and warns me five minutes. Oh okay. So start start ending and being prepared because <laughs> he knows. Yep. <laughs> Get yourself wrapped up. Yep. Uh huh. Don't start a new section. <laughs> So we need a Tamari update. So you, you've got oh, the okay. you've got the sunshine one that you're sunflower, still working on. Sunflower, yeah. That. Yep. Yes, I'm still working on my sunflower because I I missed a couple classes because mm. I was either sick, a little headache, and then um, one time we were out of town. And um, but yeah, so now the patterns for all the sunflower is done. So now Tamari class is new stuff. 
and we started this new one. It's supposed to be, it's a two-part class, so the second class is in a couple weeks, but the first part, we stitched some camellias, and then the second part will be, like, stars around the camellias, and then in, inside this little area it makes, you stitch snowflakes. Mm. And the balls that the teacher showed were all, like, on dark fabric, dark fabric, dark balls. Yeah. Uh-huh. And thread so that the snowflakes, she did them in white, like that snow. Oh. You know, the snow and stuff, right. she did them in white. But I wanted my, well, I had a white ball already made. So oh. I was like, and then I've been stitching the stuff with, you know, the housewife stuff. We're decorating for winter, like going away from Christmas and going into winter decorating. Mm-hmm. It's all white and blue. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm going to do the white ball and I'm going to do a white flower and then the light gray outlining with, um, I had that petite treasure braid, the turquoise color from yeah. um, a cross stitch I did earlier. One of those Biscornus, that little winter Biscornu mm-hmm. that had the sun, the snowflake on it. I used that and um, I was like, and then I'll use that stuff for the snowflakes. So it'll be a winter. It'll be like white and turquoise. And, yeah. And it's looking really pretty so far. Yeah. That's cool. So. So yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah. Now is that as is that as big as the um No, this is like a five and a half inch ball. Oh, okay. That other one's like twelve or thirteen. That's a big monster. Yeah. (laughs) But it is so cool. (laughs) Yeah. So I've got to finish getting my camellia flowers stitched before a couple weeks like two more saturdays so i've got to get in there and do some more i did some right after the class when i got home i stitched a bunch more yeah but i've got like half to do there's like a lot yeah 12 or 20 i don't know there's a lot so those things are the coolest they're just Mm -hmm. the coolest thing on the planet those tamaris really they are well and and the, the the teacher that you have robin yeah yeah i mean so creative mm-hmm you know, it, I mean, every one of them that you've done has just been really visually, yeah. visually striking. Yeah. Yeah, they are super pretty. Yeah. And yeah, I really like them. And it's so cool that, that the group of you get together and do that. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. We all get together and and then sometimes between classes we'll get together and work on them too. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So... Because yeah. most of them are retired and stuff, so you know, oh, okay. they don't work. So, yeah. and then I don't have a job. So, <laughs> okay. no, I I just think that's really neat that 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 group you, you're that group of ladies you have this mm-hmm. you have a really great teacher, creative, yeah. and challenging, and uh, then yeah, then you you have this group of friends too. I, I yeah, think it's the neatest thing. Yeah, she's grown that group for like it's been eight years yeah. 10 years and i've only been in the last four years and um you know the pandemic adds like just you have this two-year gap it seems yeah. like <laughs> but uh <laughs> but it's been four or five years that i've been with them and they all started back when robin first moved here and she came into thistle and nancy was working there and they got talking and she was like oh i can get at first Robin was just going to Nancy's house and doing classes with her. Oh, okay. And then she got some people together and then they moved it to the store. And then after the, when the pandemic hit, we moved it out of the store and we haven't moved it back to the store. Oh, okay. So, I thought you were always meeting at someone's house. So No, we used to meet at the store. Okay. At Thistle, but then we pandemic hit and we had to move it. Yeah. And we've just kept it that way. It, it works really well. Do you always meet at someone's so. house, same person, or you move it around? Yeah, yeah. Usually our friend Janice, she's centrally located in the state where everybody can get to her. Okay. Other people's houses are too far one way or too far another way, you know, and then it takes you over an hour to get there. Yeah. Where this is like half an hour for oh, just about yeah. everybody because she's right in the middle. Quite doable. Yeah, and I suppose you got to yeah. have a, a place where there's enough space for something like that. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah. yeah, there's. There's enough space. We squeeze. Mm-hmm. We get cozy. <laughs> but it works just fine. And then Michelle, you know, we did the, the, the show with Michelle. Yeah. She right. moved to Virginia or oh, West Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. But oh. so she joins us on Skype every week. Oh, that's cool. 
So she still does because she because back when they very first started, it was like super beginner. I mean, like the instructions, I guess, too, were like really, really beginner. Mm-hmm. And and she's grown them to the point where they've gotten more complicated, more advanced. Right. Right. And so um, so now everybody pretty much knows what they're doing. And Michelle's really good. So she can figure it out and Robin can help her a little on the video, but she's basically, right. you know, good to go. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the other cool thing is because what you guys do these days, I mean, that's not, not simple beginner stuff at all. Yeah. From what I can tell. I mean, so no. you, you've grown through the years. I just think it's so cool that you, you know, this group of ladies has advanced this stitching technique. Uh, yep. yeah. It's a neat thing. Yeah. Yep. I squeezed in there. I kept being like, I need a beginner class. I need a beginner class. <laughs> and finally, she did one and like Nancy took it again. And I think maybe to like fill out the beginner class so that she could do the beginner class, you know? Right, right. So, um, but yeah, I finally got in and Robin was like, yeah, you can come, but if you fall behind, <laughs> we're not going to wait. I'm like, I'm yeah. fine. <laughs> so, yep. Yeah, that's the thing though. Yeah. yeah this group of ladies has advanced uh-huh. to this level. You either keep yeah. up or bow out. Yeah. Yeah. So, but no, I do fine. I'm, I'm good with the spatial. It's very, Tamari's very structured. I do very well with structured things. So. <laughs> right up your alley. Yep. It is. <laughs> oh, all yeah. these, you know, you have all these artists on that do all this. Oh, I just wing it and stuff. That's just not me. Yeah. Like I, it's just not, it's not that I can't, it's just not what I like. Right. I like structure. Yeah. I've winged it a couple times. It's okay. But I like structure. <laughs> like that's my thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's what I want. Yep. Makes me comfortable. And I don't want to get out of that comfortable spot because I like it. <laughs> hey, yeah, you're entitled. That's uh, this is but your yeah, hobby like, that you enjoy. So you really do it the way artistic you want. people. I I like that they can they just do all this free stuff. I'm like that's awesome, and I'll just stick to my structure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hey, you know. Yep. There was a um. There's a a cycling a guy down in Florida who owns a bike shop, mm-hmm. and he does these short things on Monday mornings. And, uh, he does a nice job and, uh, but, uh, he lost, he lost his mentor, his mentor, his bike mentor died oh. recently. And it was, it was the kind of thing where he had learned from this guy, uh, how to build and repair and maintain bikes. And then he bought a shop and then, uh, his mentor came to work for him because oh, he, okay. he was retired and, you know, something to do and, so he came to work for him and he died. So he was just, it was, uh, it was just a nice little memorial thing, but it got me thinking, you know, in the stitching world, how many people have mentors? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you have someone yeah. that is your go-to person hmm. for stitching? And like for you, maybe the closest is, is, uh, the Tamari teacher. Yeah. If I had, yeah, or my friends, or you go to a shop, but I'm, I'm pretty self-contained, and yeah, I, I do a good job of figuring stuff out on my own. See, I figured that's, that's just where, how I. Yeah, I figured that's where you were at. Yeah, that's just how I've always been. I mean, yeah. it just. But you know, if I do have questions, I'll go ask somebody at a shop. You know, mm-hmm. I'll go to the store and ask people at the store. Or, Ask now that I have my stitchy friends because before I didn't have stitchy friends, it was just me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And we talk about stuff. And, but before that, I was pretty good at figuring it out on Solo. my own. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. So. See, and I don't, I don't have anyone either. Mm-hmm. But, but it, I think that is a function of being a male in a, 99.9% female world. Oh, okay. You know, where it's, I just don't, I've just had to figure it out myself and I'm okay doing right. that. I mean, I'm one of those people that, you know, how do you do something? I go read a book or read a whatever and figure it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always yeah. been that way, so I don't mind. Yeah. yeah. I've never, I've never had, I mean, there are people that 
same for you, uh, have offered guidance or I know I can go to if I have a question. Mm-hmm. But usually before I even bother to do that, I figure it out myself. Right. Know? Me too. Yeah. Like I've always, I've just always been that way. I, I like to put together the furniture. I have no problems reading the Ikea instructions. Right. Like it's not right. a problem. <laughs> yeah. See, and that's the way I've always been too. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. give me the instructions, uh, a couple diagrams. I'll figure it out. And yeah. Um, make it work. Yeah. It's funny. Like I've been this way since I was little, my dad, you know, he, he always did the the construction, the home, so building houses and stuff. So Mm -hmm. he always had, I guess he was out, I was maybe three or four. I was young, maybe three, two and a half, three. And he was working in the garage on something and I was out there. So he gave me a little ball peen hammer, a brick and some nails. And apparently after a little while, he turns around and I I hammered all the nails all the way in to the brick. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. So <laughs> I've been like this since I was born. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, if that doesn't say tedious cross-stitcher in the right. future, I don't know what does, yep. you know? <laughs> yeah, that's persistence there. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently he was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe she... <laughs> Like, not just part all the way in. <laughs> what are we raising here? Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's, you know, it's interesting. And I, I'd be, it'd be interesting to talk to someone who has, you know, like this bike shop guy, has a mentor that, for, you know, for years has been your go to person, your guide. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it'd be interesting to talk to somebody uh, who has that. Cause, yeah, yeah, I've just never had it. I've just figured it out my, on my own. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, well, it, was, I I truly believe that that is more a function. Maybe I've had a mentor, though I doubt it. I tend to just figure things out. But mm-hmm. um, just you know, male, uh, you know, always conscious of <laughs> of sideways glances and stuff. So I don't, oh. you know, I mean, because I never made a big deal of my my needlework till uh-huh. I reached some age where I just okay, I'm old enough. I really just don't care what you think. Right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but like when you're younger, um, yeah, you know, cause my, my yeah, like dad, when I was, when I was younger, I'd like ask my parents, like my mom for sewing yeah, and for crochet when I was first teaching myself to crochet, I was doing it totally wrong. So she, <laughs> <laughs> it's like turn. I'm like, it is turning. It's like, no, flip it front to back. <laughs> but, um, and then my dad for, you know, cause I do a lot of my own homework and, and stuff. So I'd ask them like i guess my parents yeah but but once i got up like now with like stitching and i i figure it out yeah yeah same for me just give me a chart give me a chart and some basic instructions i'll figure it out Mm -hmm. Um, yeah i've always been good at reading instructions and and stuff yeah i was always good at taking tests you know yep i was good at reading the instructions following the directions yeah, and I wonder. I wonder about it. It's interesting to to see how things work because I've always been a book reader. And, yeah, me too. You know, love to read. Imagination, good comprehension. Mm-hmm. You know, comprehension has never been an issue for me. No. And neither. for some, you know, because everybody learns different. For some people, mm-hmm. reading a book uh, is just no help at all. Right. Uh, they just it just doesn't work. But you show them, and they're off and running. Um, yeah. You know, everybody's brain yeah. works differently. is wired differently. Yep. Yeah. Otherwise we'd all just be the same. It'd be boring. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was when I was teaching school. That was one of the things I really enjoyed in the early weeks of every year was mm. identifying how each of the students learned. Right. And then, you know, once you get that down, then you can approach the, the class, the teaching becomes a whole different thing. Right. Because uh, now, you, all right, this kid over here, I got to go over with with every everything we do, you know, every lab experiment or whatever. I need to go to that kid over there and show them. Right. Because the, the lab instructions are meaningless. And mm-hmm. so you go over, show them, and then bingo, the light goes on and off they go. And Right. Yeah, you, you got to figure all that out, and uh, and and we yeah. don't change. We don't change as we get older. No, no, no. I've always been this way. <laughs> yep. No, we don't. 
No, adults are so. just older kids. We're, mm-hmm. That's all it is. I think yeah. I've read or heard somewhere that your core personality is basically set by the time you're two. That's probably true. Like, you are who you are yeah. pretty much at the core by the time you're two. Probably so true. Yep. Those young, it might have even been while I was working in daycare and taking a few, like, you know, you'd get um, training. Yeah. You know. And because um, I worked with the little ones, because mm-hmm. you just absorb so much in those early years. And, yep. Yeah. And everybody, they they each have their own little personalities, and they are strong. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. So. Yep. No, it's it's an interesting thing. Yeah, and, and you don't yeah you don't change. You know, if you're a, if you're a, a visual learner, you're always a visual learner, and mm-hmm. and and you'll you know people will try. I'll try to read these instructions, but yeah, uh, unless there you can are get pictures, better. Yeah, you know, but you, but you yeah. can improve, but you're still at the core. Right. There's yeah. there's the core of you. Yeah. It's, it, try to improve on the other things. Yeah. If there's good pictures along with all that text. I'll figure it out. Yeah, but mm-hmm. if there aren't, if it's just solid text, dead in the water. Yeah. 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 But for me, I don't even need the pictures. Yep. Just give me the text. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, I can do. I can do both though. Hmm. I prefer to have it all. <laughs> well, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's the best. It does help. Yeah. Yeah. But I can definitely do it from just one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder about today's kids who learn everything off of YouTube. Yeah. You know, I what, don't even uh, know. But is YouTube, like for me, if I'm doing something around the house, some kind of, you know, interior maintenance or repair or remodel or something. I mean, I have the basics because I learned from my dad. I was his uh, go-fetch-it person. Mm -hmm. And so I learned from my dad the basics. And we had a really old house, and he was always working on it. And so, you know, wiring, plumbing, whatever. But where, where YouTube is so useful is to, all right, so, for instance, uh, plumbing a sink Mm-hmm. For me, it's watch four or five videos on the topic because you pick up the little tips. Yeah, and you have to watch different ones. Right. And then right. one little tip I picked up from one was like a big ridiculous. I'm like, what's a big mistake? And I had to whole problem. Yeah. But you, you like, do. You, you know, these guys who do it for a living and then, oh, that little trick. That's excellent. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's where needlework, like taking classes for most people, I think that's right. where the classes pay off is the little tricks you learn or the things mm-hmm. you forgot uh that come out in a class and that's where I think that's where it really has value unless you're a beginner or never done it before and it's all new. But uh, right. uh yeah, for most there's a little oh, there's a great trick. Yeah. And and everybody mm-hmm. has them. You know, mm-hmm. everybody has a something. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I wonder, I'll have to talk to Beth and Cindy. I wonder if they, I think, I think, <laughs> I think Beth's one of those. I just figured it out. Yeah. I don't know about Cindy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Have to find out. Yeah. Beth's more of the free spirit. She can just kind of go. Yeah. More. Like, yeah, you she know. Can. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm like, I can a little. Just, but it's still in a very structured way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beth has that more artist. Uh, yeah, she does yeah. artist mentality. Yeah, you know, branch out, I, go for it. Yeah, I'm technically good. Artistically, I can do what other people can do. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's right. like I've created a few things, just a few, where I'm like, yeah, I, I, I that all came out of my brain. That's cool. It's artisticy for me. Mm-hmm. But not a ton. I'm not. No, yeah. I'm a. I'm a reproducer. <laughs> you show me what to do and give me instructions, and I'll do it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, but you. But you. But you'll take that. Okay. Yeah, you do that well. But then you'll take that w- like with colors. You, oh. You yeah. have a. You have an artist in you with colors. I can do colors well. Yeah. yeah. You'll. You'll change them up because you don't like them. See. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, I don't yeah. freak out over it. I'm, right. I'm pretty com- I'm comfortable with colors. Yeah. Yeah. And see, and I, I struggle with that 
course, I always right. struggle with color, but well, yeah, um, you're colorblind too. So I mean, <laughs> doesn't help. It's not yeah, all was, your fault. I but was. Still. Uh, it was so funny. There was when I was getting the Botany Bay ones together. Kim Young had, had put together a list of um, uh, um, Cosmo threads for me mm-hmm. um, for that for that thing. They they didn't all match up. So there's some DMC, but there was one that was missing. And I, I ordered it, but I thought, you know, I, I'm part of this Cosmo Thread Club at Sassy Jack's, so I must have something close. Oh, uh-huh. Okay, so I got out my DMC thread card, <laughs> and then I got out all my Cosmo threads, and it was a green. Of course, it was a green, you know. Oh, uh-huh. Okay, so I got everything out, all the greens, all right? And th- I mean, this is what I deal with. The greens, and your kryptonite, huh? So, so <laughs> oh, greens and reds. So I went to Marga. I said, all right, this is the DMC color I got to match here on the card, okay? Which of these is closest? And there were like eight of them, mm-hmm. okay? So I laid them out. <laughs> she she did it like, like a tenth of a second. She says, well, this one's red, so this one's... <laughs> oh, no. I said, What? Oh, and I had no. really studied them because I didn't want to look like an idiot, you know. <laughs> but I mean, she, this one's red, so this is out. <laughs> and I said, "What are you talking about?" And I went over to the window. Sure enough, it was a red. But see, that's you know, that's oh, what I my. deal with. That's what I deal with. It was like, okay, yeah, it's a red. I can see it now. Uh, oh but my I, gosh! Know, but that's what I have to, you know. If that's she hadn't funny. said it was a red, it was just that much of a non-red. That it uh-huh. looked green to me, and it was like, uh, but immediately, I mean, bang, well, this is red, this is out. So now let me look at the rest of these. Like, oh no! Get your garbage but, out of here, and now I'll look at the oh green. Gosh! <laughs> but see, you don't let it stop you though. You're like, I'm no. still stitching. No, I don't know. I'm don't not gonna care. stop. Yeah. No. But, yeah, it was. Yeah, it That's was, okay. funny though. There I am once again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know. So yeah, everybody has their thing. So. I guess. Well, that's mine, and <laughs> yeah. proud of it. I guess <laughs> I might as well. That's be. right. Just just own it. <laughs> yep. Might as well. Yep. All right. That's enough. All right. Um. No. No stitch hour tonight. Now, remember we're on right. the new schedule, so no, no stitch hour tonight. Next week we'll have the stitch hour, but not this midweek show, and we'll just have a stitch and chat um, with whomever shows up. And um, think of all the stitching we'll have to show. I know that's one of the kind of the cool things by skipping every other week. We actually yeah. have stuff to sh- like progress. You know? I got stuff to show. Check yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First in a long time. Yep, for sure. So, um, all right, and then we'll have uh, Andrea and Karen uh, from Needlepoint now on Sunday. Don't miss that, and go back and watch last Wednesday's show with Margaret Hagen to see some unbelievable oh, samplers, yeah. unbelievable stitching. And then uh, Jenny White, Lucky John Quill, have fun uh, with organizing stuff. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening. Awesome. Bye.